You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. To this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1260. And it is our 1,573rd interview. And we've saved the best for last, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you that. Just hold on for a second. We've been on the air since March of 2009. We're the longest-running business podcast from Orange County, California. Today, we're broadcasting live from the studios of octalkradio.net. A metalworking tool supply company with expertise and productivity. That's what makes all industrial tool supplies stand out from all the rest. They strive and aim to become the number one trusted source for all your tool needs. And it's all built on a friendly, knowledgeable, trusting service and support. All Industrial is one of the fastest growing companies in the industry and has been featured four years running both in the Inc. 5000 list, as well as the Orange County Business Journal's list of privately held, fast-growing companies. That's why I've invited Jeff Perry, who's president and founder, to share more. Also, when I say say we saved the best for last, it's because in addition to all those other awards, they were selected as the SBA 2019 Small Business for the State of California. Jeff, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. It's great to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. I first came across you and your company when you were selected by the SBA, and so we're going to get to that in a little bit. But before we do that, tell us, I read about the firm in the open, but from your perspective, what makes your company unique? Well, so All Industrial Tool Supply is a distributor of metalworking tools and industrial supplies. So, you know, we don't actually make anything. So we constantly have to innovate and say, how are we going to take these same products that our competitors can also deliver and how are we going to get them the faster to our customers, uh, low cost? And so, you know, we were constantly looking for, for you know, new ways to, to, you know, get better and improve. But you know, I've got one of the best teams in the industry, honestly, and uh, we're we're one of the fastest growth companies, like you've mentioned. Yeah, uh, growth is part of our DNA. We're constantly, you know, looking for um, new ways, new suppliers, better tools. Our customers have some of the most expensive real estate on earth. You know, inside of these big, um, the metalworking mills or lathes is you know some of the the most expensive real estate on earth. You know, somebody can spend upwards of a million dollars. And have uh, you know thirty to fifty square feet that they're actually working with, and wow. so you know what we do and what our challenge is, is is to keep those machines you know running with the most productive tools and equipment possible. How did you get into this? Uh, you know, sort of by you know accident. You know, I I was working for a wine distributor for a long time, and uh, you know mm-hmm. that didn't pan out. So just kind of stumbled into this industry. Worked for another distributor for about ten years, and in sales. Uh, yes, in okay. sales and development. It okay, was, it was an upstart um, e-com type of company. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, right there in the Great Recession, 2009, 2010, had wow. to make some life decisions. Had just gotten married and uh, decided that I'd wanted more. And uh, so, you know, took $3,000, invested it, and uh, turned it into the company that it is today. So Wow. 
Three thousand. I love it when we talk to an entrepreneur who <laughs> and you've bootstrapped the growth. I take it. Yes, absolutely. So, so all the growth you've invested in the the growth of the business yep. has come from. So who are your clients? What, you know, we hear on the brand and the, the radio show we like say, you know, what's the niches in which you serve? So from an educational perspective, who who are your clients? So we've got a um, you know a pretty diverse customer base. Um, so you know, I guess right here in Orange County, where where the company's based, there's a pretty diverse manufacturing environment. So, I mean, aerospace, you know, and this is the capital of, of, right. of aerospace, really, right. um, just in terms of manufacturing. Uh, so there's still a ton of manufacturing companies like, um, uh, let's see, Boeing and and Virgin Galactic and some of the, you know, the, these these upstart, you know, rocket companies. SpaceX gives out a lot of work to small and medium-sized yes, machine shops. Yeah. and. And so that's our customer base here locally. You know, we also have a very um, robust um, e-commerce business too. So we've got a storefront on Amazon, on eBay, and we've got our own website, allindustrial.com, that that serves the manufacturing community, and also home hobbyists too. That's an industry that I I really didn't know existed when I started the company, and there's this uh, growing you know group of people with. Uh, you know, maybe they've they've got a machine handed down to them or something. They've they've got a machine in their garage and they just like to tinker. Really? Um, yeah. You know, you know, those people buy products from us all day long. Okay, but these are machines that are used for metal working. So, right. So there are home hobbyists who have some type of a metal working machine in their garage. Yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, a lot of people started their you know their their manufacturing okay, they business start, out right, of their right, garage. But right. you know, you also have people that just like to tinker and make spare parts in their in their you know spare time. Cool. So uh, this is interesting. We're, we're talking we're talking about a manufacturing base in Southern California, which many people thought would have left here long ago, because there was somewhat of an exodus of some of the aerospace companies mm-hmm. to the other states, let's say, not in Southern California. But what you're saying is there's still a rich, because you just don't sell in Southern California, but even here in Orange County and in Southern California, there's still a strong manufacturing base that you use to build your client portfolio from. Right, right. I mean, uh, you know, our the customer base is... Uh, is it's fairly aerospace heavy, but uh, just in terms of medical device, uh, oh, yeah, medical you know, device. innovation here in uh, South Orange County, there's just there's a ton of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, really, you know, every industry, motorcycles, uh, you know, I guess automobile wheel manufacturing. I mean, there's there's so much here that you never know about, right? Unless you're out there, you know, inside these business parks like we are, right? And you like that. Oh, it's great. Do you I, like that? Yeah. No, I love seeing how people uh, can create, you know, uh, uh, you know, a really intricate part yes, out of high a, tolerance out of just a piece of, out of, <laughs> out of, out of just like a block of aluminum. It's right. incredible what people can do. Right. Uh, do you like I, the smell of oil in the air? Then, when you go into these shops, you smell a little bit of. Yeah, the... I'm I'm kind of getting over that to be honest. Okay. But uh, I, you know, what I like to see is is getting into, you know, just into a project and where our customer sees, you know, value in using us. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get the call when someone's cutting aluminum, let's say, and they go to something like, um, you know, titanium or Inconel that's much harder than what right. they normally cut. And they just say, you know, hey, I don't know what to do. What am I doing here? And so that's our challenge is to get in there and, you know, to give them the type of cutting tools. They're much different from, you know, from one material to another. Right. Um, so when we're talking about tools that your company provides, it's the tool. Some of them are the tools that are actually used applying, touching the metal that's being formed and shaped. Right. Right. That's correct. And so those are high precision parts and probably 
they wear out right because yeah. they're touching hard yeah. metals they don't last forever do they no no they don't that's great about selling you know consumables <laughs> it's you know it's it's the razor blade model hopefully we can get them you know you know using us and you know trusting us and right and then we can help them in other ways too so so i want to get into kind of some of the growth questions that i have but i can't i can't go any further until i come back to the fact that you were selected by the small business association as the 2019 small business of the year for the state of california the, the inc 5000 the Orange County Business Journal, fastest growing. Those are great validations that your business model is scaling. What is it that took you to one apply to the SBA uh, for this award and two to be selected? What did they say when they called? How did you hear? Uh, you know, I I actually got a letter from Linda McMahon, who at the time was the um, administrator of the SBA. So it's it's not all that often that that you get a um, an envelope or or a the FedEx envelope from a cabinet level position so that was pretty cool i opened it and uh it was that was that was quite the moment it was really neat did you apply Yes, I did. So, you know, what the SBA was looking for, you know, so it, so it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, that we're the best run business. We're not. Well, um, it doesn't mean that we're the fastest growth business in California. We're not. But, you know, what it does mean is that we um, utilized SBA resources effectively to help grow the business. And mm-hmm. so that's what they were looking for is um, somebody that had used, you know, the SBA to, you know, to grow the business. Right. And what has that done for your business? So, uh, it, I mean, it's been incredible uh, just, you know, getting out there and meeting a lot of people, getting in front of a lot of neat groups and, you know, just getting the word out about what, what we're doing. But, you know, I think what, what I really enjoy most is um, talking about just how I was able to use, you know, the SBA. You, you, know, uh, you know, to be honest, you know, when I first started the company, I really didn't know much about what, what I was going to do, you know, with the company. I just mm-hmm. know that I needed to do something. So I did it. And then I woke up and I just said, "Hey, I, I, this, it, you know, it's working. What can I do to pour some gas on this?" Sure. So I started looking for other resources out there. Came across the um, Goldman Sachs Ten Thousand Small Business Program, right? And also, uh, there's, uh, I, let's see, let's uh, for the SBA. There's an Emerging Leaders Program, um, so I applied for that. Um, there's like a mini um, uh, MBA on the business, and so it just really helped me understand, you know. Like, what do I need to do to focus on growing the business? What do I need to learn right. in order to become more effective as a leader of the company? Yeah, there's a lot of times that entrepreneurs' first first order of business is to replace your income stream. Right. right? I just want to create a business yep. that gives me a job right. so I can pay my bills. Right. Right. And then once you satiate that need... Then you start to realize maybe I've got a company here, and that sounds like kind of the journey that you were on. Yeah, you know, what happened for me is uh, the company really took off, and I just became so involved in the day-to-day tasks and the order entry and the quoting that it it was really hard to get outside of that. And Mm so, you know, honestly, one of my great fears as a leader of the company is that the company is going to outgrow my ability to lead it. So I've, I've always been looking for, you know, ways to learn and to grow. You know, I'm just a regular guy that started this. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm some gifted entrepreneur. I'm not. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, you know, I think I'm working harder maybe than the next guy. And, sure. and I've got a great team that's, that's now able to really get us right. you know, companies going. Don't, can, companies can't outgrow their leader. Right. Right. The leader's got to always be a step ahead. Yeah, and that's a challenge in today's environment. Okay, well, we're talking with the founder and president of All Industrial Tool Supply. He is Jeff Perry. I told you we saved the best for last. This is the last show on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast for the decade, ladies and gentlemen. And Jeff Perry is our guest. So because you've been growing, I wanted to ask you, can you think about, was there a strategic decision that you or the team made that looking back on it, you go, well, that was really 
I'm glad we decided that because that was sort of foundational for the ability of the company to scale. You know, honestly, I think that's really only happened in the last couple of years. You know, we had grown quite a bit despite ourselves. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say it's luck. It wasn't because we worked hard and we were doing the right things. But we didn't have a plan in place. We didn't really know what are we working towards. And so that's something that's relatively new for us. Is And this just started um, two years ago is 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 having an offside planning meeting and really coming into the year with with goals and objectives and you know honestly we we hadn't done that up until recently the company was was in business for 8 years until we really had a strategic plan and you know the Goldman Sachs program you know the SBA program also helped us to you know you know understand the things that we need to work on but we were still working towards this this goal and this vision that uh, and you know it was just unifying everybody and getting everybody on board too mm-hmm. that was that was what what I think what you know it's really made the biggest difference for us so I'm gonna ask Paul to play the gong because having the gong for our loyal listeners you know when you hear that Uh-oh. sound that if you weren't fully engaged in the conversation for the past maybe minute to 90 seconds you want to go back on your podcast and pick up what um, Jeff's answer to my question about strategic decisions that allowed him to grow. And don't forget, this is the SBA's Business of the Year for 2019 in the state of California. He has some credibility with us all here because of his track record. If you were to give an advice or a suggestion to other entrepreneurs that are leading fast-growing companies, is there some sage advice that you'd like to pass on to them, Jeff Perry? Well, you know, I still feel like I'm learning every day, but, you know, I think you know one thing that's made the biggest difference for me is um, joining a um, peer learning network. I'm doing that through the um, SCORE organization. And, you know, once a month we get together to talk about the issues that, that we're all dealing with. And what's really interesting about about a group like this is, you know, you can sit in a room with people that own very different businesses, restaurants or uh, construction companies, whatever it might be. But you know, at the end of the day, you often have the same challenges. And so that's, you know, I would say look for opportunities to learn within, you know, I guess a network environment. Um, right. And also, I think it's really important to attend conferences and, and just to read about the industry. You know, things are evolving very quickly now. Um, you know, even in a pretty old and stale environment like manufacturing, you know, things are really starting to evolve. And, um, you know, you need to be out there listening to people talk about what they see coming. And, you know, I think that's, that's what's made a real difference for me. That's great. Uh, you know, we're big advocates of peer learning here on Critical Mass Radio. So part of the reason why I do this show is to give a virtual peer group for people to learn from each other. So thank you for sharing that. We all have challenges, Jeff Perry, and I'd like to ask you to think about and maybe share a challenging aspect for the company right now and help our audience to understand that it's not Everything's not perfect for you right now. I'm sure you have things you're wanting to get oh, sure. done. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, let's see how much time you got. <laughs> well, about three minutes. <laughs> okay, well, I'll try and be quick. Um, you know, while we, while we do a lot of things well, um, we're in the middle of a bit of an evolution of our company. Uh, our company was uh, fueled by uh, e-commerce, and, you know, our challenge is to, if, if we're going to take this next leg of growth, really it's to, you know, get back to the basics and to you know better understand and listen to what our local customers are asking of us and to innovate with you know some new services so we're looking we're you know you know again as a manufacturer that doesn't make anything we've we've got to be different than the next company otherwise we're the same and so you know our our biggest challenge right now is just we're we're very 
uh, inward, you know, thinking and looking for opportunities to to evolve the company. It it, it needs to evolve if it's going to grow. Um, the evolution is a little painful, I'll be honest. Right. And uh, you know, it's also you know uh, you know developing employees too. Um, our our growth has, you know, you know, we've just been so busy that we. We've been, you know, too involved in the day-to-day type of things, just, you know, you know, trying to hold on for dear life sometimes sure. because it's been so busy. And so, you know, we really haven't, you know, you know, done a great job. And this is a reflection of me and how I'm trying to grow. But, you know, I haven't done a great job of, you know, developing the people around me. Um, and while I work with some, you know, talented people that, that work very hard, um, you know, I mean, I need to be, you know, I need to give them better resources to grow. And so that's one thing that I'm really focused on right now. Yeah, isn't that... Uh Thank you for the candid answer, because uh, I find all too often what got us here doesn't get us to where we want to go. Right. And it's it's this tension between leveraging what you've done well and what you do well and being willing to change things to do things better in the future. Because now that you have this organization, there's more at risk of making the wrong decision, right? right? Absolutely. In the early days, you can yep. throw everything around because it doesn't matter. But now you have a track record and you have how many people? Uh, 17. Okay, so that's a pressure too, right? That's, right. A, that's a big responsibility. Final question? Well, it's actually the pre-final question. Um, we call it the guiding principle question here at Critical Mass, and that is, of all the things, Jeff, you've learned in your professional career, do you have a set of guiding principles or philosophies that you're using to lead and grow the culture of your company? So, you know, um, to be quite honest, culture is something that really took me a while to understand. And in in the early years of the company, it you know wasn't a focus. And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, I I want this to be a nice place to work. I want the company, and and you know, this is probably a different mindset than what a lot of other entrepreneurs or business owners have. But I. I really want my company to be a vehicle for my employees to to achieve their own dreams and goals, and so it's okay if they're only going to be there for for you know you know just a couple of years. Um, I love to hire college students hmm. um, because they come in, they work hard, they're working towards a goal, so they're you know goal oriented. Right. Um, and it's okay if they leave and go off and do something else. And while they're there, hopefully they will contribute to what we're doing, but also we can contribute to where they're going to. So um, I, now, you know, I really want this company to be that that vehicle that, that helps people get to where they want to go. And ultimately, if they want to stay, uh, which... You know, I get you know. I think most of them have. That's you good. We've got a very low turnover. Um, it's you know, it's a very you know, I guess rewarding and and rich place for them to work. We we you know celebrate their little things. We get together as a company and um, all have lunch on somebody's anniversary every year for every employee. I think that's wow. really important to do. And it's 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 doing the little things right. Um, and so you know, while we're not perfect, I'm not perfect. We're always trying to do those types of things to make it a really nice environment. Hmm. And you know, just on the business. Or you know, or um, customer-facing side, we want our customer interactions with us to be the easiest part of their day. So um, you know, we really work hard for our customers, and uh, you know, um, that's our goal is to just be really easy to deal with. Just say yes whenever we can, hmm. even if it's painful sometimes. Right. Well, that sounds like one of the secret sauces of why the company has been able to sustain the growth that you've enjoyed over the past years. And you're going to come back on the show in the future, a year, three years, five years, I don't know, at some point. What's going to be different? I think what will be different about us is we'll have multiple locations and we'll, we'll oh. really be involved in service. You know, we're looking at some innovative ways we can better connect to our customers. Um, 
and um, you know this you know this industry moves pretty slow traditionally but but things are changing and so um, I think we're gonna have it, you know just depending on when you have me back but you know I think we're gonna have more people but I think we'll be delivering a higher level of service so you got energy for this yes I love it you love it yes you made a good decision I did did you imagine those years ago when you decided this is what you were gonna try that you'd be here today with the accolades and the business that you've created uh, no, no, absolutely not. You know, when I started the company, it was more just out of necessity, just right. needing to do something. Right. So it was hard to just imagine kind of what the future held. But, um, you know, it's been one of the best decisions of my life, and uh, I love it every day. Well, I appreciate you being on the show and sharing your history and your experience and your insights with my audience. Thank you, Jeff Perry. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. So if somebody would like to learn more about All Industrial Tool Supply, how do they find you online? Um, they can find us at allindustrial.com. Um, they can find us on LinkedIn. LinkedIn and all the other social channels. Great. Well, thank you. All right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank Mr. Paul Roberts for being the engineer for today's show and my three producers, without whom we could not have done the roughly 100 shows that we did here in 2019. They are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and our newest producer, just off camera here to my right, Vanessa Holland. If you'd like to connect with me, I'd say let's start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, spelled F-R-A-N-Z-I. Until our next show, which is next year, next decade, next month, whatever, January, uh, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.